Hey there, welcome to another episode of Define the Odds with Annabelle Kemi. I'm glad to have you on board once again. Today on the show, I will be discussing something that is common amongst women particularly, and I have titled today's talk, Get Your Head Out of the Sand, How to Stop Attracting the Wrong Partners. Many women, including me at one point in my life, complain about attracting the same type of men repeatedly. Usually, it is either the men are manipulative, abusive, or deceptive. We often wonder why this happens, and in this part of Africa, some women have been made to believe that they are somehow jinxed. I've heard people say a woman has a spirit husband who prevents her from having good partners. According to spiritualists, spirit husbands are often super jealous, so they would never allow their victims or wives to meet good men that would potentially get married to them. Sincerely, I may be wrong, but I always consider such beliefs as complete hogwash. I am not trying to discredit anyone's belief though. My stance, however, is that before you go blaming some spiritual husband or even blaming the men themselves for your poor judgments, have you stopped to ask yourself if you could be the problem? Would you have been playing the ostrich all along? Let me share a personal story with you all. It was never really a secret, so I have no problem using it as a point of reference. Years of emotional growth have taught me that there is healing in sharing your vulnerabilities. Thus, sharing this not-so-palatable experience with you helps me to solidify my healing and growth. Now to the story. In 2007, I met and started dating someone who was everything I thought I needed in a man at the time. He was kind, smart, had a good sense of humor, and treated me like I was the best thing to happen to humanity after sliced bread. Above all, he was single. Well, so I thought. Fast forward three months into the relationship, I found out that everything he had told me was a lie. Apparently, my Prince Charming was very married and had two children. Someone who knew him revealed this to me and it was only then that I realized why a lot of people around us at the time were critical of the relationship. Yeah, I was thinking I had found my person, not realizing that I had been a laughing stock all along. The disappointment was loud. Well, I got upset and confronted him as expected, told him I was done with the relationship and never wanted to speak with him again. And he, of course, had a lot to say for himself. Told me his marriage was on the verge of collapsing and that he did not want to lose me, you know, all the crap. He cried and begged and apologized profusely, claiming that he only hid that fact from me so as not to hurt me. I'm sure he expected me to stand my ground, but alas, I fell for the oldest trick in the book of cheating men. Rather than cut ties with him, I began to pity him and make excuses for him. I practically enabled his lies and even when I saw all the red flags, I was content to bury my head in the sand and avoid dealing with the issue headlong. I was not ready to stop feeling as loved as I thought he made me feel. The relationship continued for a little over one year until I was finally served premium breakfasts as we say in Nigeria. Ladies and gentlemen, it ended in tears. Lover boy never left his wife for me. Rather, I caught him cheating on me with other women. I became the butt of many people's jokes. 
got the award for the most foolish side chick ever. I can look back and laugh about the whole fiasco now because I have healed. But trust me, that was one of the most disappointing experiences of my dating life. Several years after, I met him again, but this time, I was highly disappointed in myself. Now that I saw him without all the schoolgirl butterflies, I couldn't help but wonder why I found him interesting in the first place. One conversation with him and I was disappointed in myself all over again. I still cannot believe that I ever contemplated getting married to that person. I know the story is an all too familiar one for a lot of women. However, the point I want to make with this story is that even after that nasty experience, one would think I had learned my lessons, right? Well, no, I hadn't. I still fell prey to other manipulative, abusive, cheating men just like him. In fact, I married one. It was almost as though I was a magnet for users and liars. When I look at my life now and what it took to finally break the cycle, I realize that every woman needs to know this. Old, young, single, entangled, or even married women. Unfortunately, it is not an easy task to break the cycle. Unlike working out and getting the body of your dreams, Getting to stop burying your head in the sand and start taking control of the narrative in your choice of partners is cumbersome. You will find it hard to measure your progress. Thus, finding the motivation to remedy your wrong choices and risk being alone comes with a lot of tears and heartaches. That notwithstanding, the result is often a bolder, more confident and more positive view. This is a good time to state that women are not the only ones who are often attracted to wrong partners. A lot of men also have been known to experience this. So it goes both ways. Now let's take a look at the ostrich policy. You might have noticed my use of the age-old analogy of the ostrich burying its head in the sand throughout this piece. The reason for that is not far from the meaning behind that analogy. The ostrich policy or that popular idiom about ostriches is a metaphorical expression that is simply used to describe a person's refusal to face a painful truth or accept reality. The ostrich is said to be one of the largest birds on earth that cannot fly. The belief is that whenever an ostrich was confronted with danger from a predator, it would often bury its head in the sand in a bid to hide from its attacker. I'm sure you know that's absurd especially considering the size of the ostrich. How could it possibly hide its whole body by simply burying its head in the sand? In the end, its body remains exposed to danger. The ostrich policy therefore means the act of ignoring one's problem as a form of escaping the responsibility of dealing with it headlong. When faced with the reality that a partner is not good for us, Many people tend to bury their heads in the sand to cover their shame and ignore the truth staring them in the face. Rather than accept that we have made the wrong choice and cut ties with manipulative or dishonest partners, we prefer to make excuses for them. Just as I did with Loverboy, we simply pretend not to see what every other person is seeing. This is more common than we are willing to accept. And I know that someone who is either reading this article or listening to this podcast right now knows that they have been playing the ostrich in that relationship but will still find a reason to justify their situation. 
Sadly, the longer you bury your head in the sand, the more difficult it becomes to face your fears. This is why you find yourself repeating the same patterns and attracting terrible partners over and over again. Many of us have mortgaged our happiness in life for our wrong choices in partners. You have a right to live a complete and happy life with a man or woman who is genuinely into you rather than keep patching things up with someone whose sole aim is to have his or her cake and eat it. Do not be a pawn in someone else's game of chess. Pick your head up and deal with the issue. How then can you get your head out of the sand you have buried it in all this while? Here are a few steps I took to find myself worth, which I hope will benefit you too. Now, the first step I took was to pay attention. We all have our God-given alarm bells in our consciousness, which warn us when we find ourselves falling into wrong hands. Oftentimes though, we tend to ignore the red flags and shut down the alarm bells. Practice listening to your intuition and noticing red flags. You will be saving yourself a great deal of pain in the future. The second thing I did was to build immunity. The best way to build immunity from attracting the wrong persons is by not compromising your standards. If he lies about little things, he will definitely lie about important things someday. If they cannot lay all their cards on the table within three months of a relationship, they might have skeletons in their cupboards. Walk away before you get sucked in. Now the next thing is to love yourself. Stop trying too hard to be loved by another person. Until you learn to truly love yourself, you may not know what you're worth. Not knowing your worth will always lead you to the wrong people who will prey on your need for validation and manipulate you. Love yourself first and it will be easy to love and be loved. Now the next thing I did was to give myself a break. Give yourself a break. You do not have to always be in a relationship. Learn to take breaks from relationships and try to live life on your own terms. This is often hard for women because we tend to have the desire to be wanted always. It is however possible with practice. Build the mental muscle to be happily single. That's where you do not develop unhealthy attachments to your partner when you eventually decide to be with someone. And lastly, get help. Always be open to receiving help from people who have overcome similar challenges. Do not allow shame and pride to deny you the freedom you need. Get a combination of spiritual, emotional, and mental health. Everyone needs a shoulder to lean on from time to time. So, get help. I hope this helps you find clarity and courage to finally get your head out of the sand and see your situation for what it really is. You are not an ostrich. You are the phoenix that rises victoriously from its ashes. It is never too late to have the kind of partner you truly desire and deserve. So stop ignoring the problem. Start fixing it by fixing your mind. And that's all I have for you on the Find the Odds with Annabelle Kemi today. I hope you find this worth your while. And I hope you begin to practice the steps I practiced to gain my freedom from terrible partners. On that note, I wish you a fantastic week ahead and I enjoin you to join me next week as we look at another very important topic to make our lives better. Thank you once again. I love you. Bye for now.